you can live out your MasterChef dreams. When you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Today on the show, we're going to be talking about NXT spring breaking. We're going to be giving you the latest on the AEW video game and... It's WWE and AEW getting some more competition from a member of Mystery Incorporated, perhaps. Find out in just a moment. But first, if you're listening to us in the audio realm, if you've got your podcast app open, I'm talking about Spotify, Apple, CastBox, or whatever, do us a huge favor. Podbean, do us a huge favor. Leave us a rating, review, or a comment, or all three. It really helps build us up rises us up in the rankings. It goes a long way. It's a free and easy way to help support going in Raw, and we'd really, really appreciate it. First up, let's talk about Freddie Prinze Jr. Miss, on, isn't that Scooby-Doo's gang, Mystery Incorporated? I didn't know they were incorporated into the... I thought they were, the van had Mystery Machine on it. I swear I thought that there was a thing called Mystery Incorporated. Man, that was a I killer never, intro, I, too. I never... It was a good intro. You should keep it, regardless. Uh, I never saw the movies, though. I'm only familiar with the cartoon. Okay, so get this. This is where All I right. heard it from. Because on like the CW or some crap like that. Uh, oh, wait, no. Is this a fan-made thing? I don't know what this is. Somebody, what is Mystery Incorporated? What is the, so somebody made TV series, 2022, Mystery okay, Incorporated. Okay, people here in chat are saying that this correct. Mystery Incorporated is Scooby-Doo, yes. Yes, awesome. All right. <laughs> I, didn't, I mean, I watched the cartoon as a kid. I didn't understand, uh, you know. Yeah, Did, were you a fan of corporate uh, entities? Who was the hippie? Shaggy. Shaggy. Did you like him in a green shirt or a red shirt? I only really remember him in a green shirt. Same, so but he was he was in a green. red shirt for one of the seasons. Anyways, wow, what's that's uh, what? Who did Freddie Prince play? The the dapper guy, Fred. Ken. Fred. Fred. Yeah. What's Fred up to? He wants to be in wrestling now. 
Yeah, apparently uh, Fred, Freddie Prince Jr. Uh, could be launching his own wrestling promotion in the near future. He spoke on the most re- recent episode of his own podcast uh, about his plans to start up this new promotion transcripts come to you from Fightful. It's what Freddie Prinze Jr. had to say. Quote, I started watching other shows, older shows, old Ring of Honor. I started listening to Jim Cornette and his philosophies on wrestling. I started listening to other promotion promoters and people in the business and their philosophies on wrestling. I started watching what other wrestlers were trying to do. I started asking everyone I knew in the business questions. Then I started looking at arenas locally here and what it would cost to rent them. Then as I saw what my opportunities would be in this business, talk about movies, as there would be more of them after I did the Netflix one, I started saying, well, I can accelerate the plan or I can keep the plan as it is, do a couple more of these and own the space, which I believe right now is the plan that I'm going to execute. I already have a commercial realtor that I know and love. She's already looking at properties for me. I would love to have a full-time home for this. The plan was originally a two-year plan. Now I have the money for a three-year plan, meaning I don't have to make money for three years before I'm like, yo, man, I got to do another damn movie. I have to be in a Scooby Part 7 or some crap like that to keep this floating. Whoa, whoa. Non-disparage agreement, please. Let's not let's not disparage the name of those Scooby-Doo movies. They've made him a lot of money. Sure uh, they did. So he continues. I plan on having this thing up and running in 18 months. That's my plan, he says. There's a way for me to get it done sooner, but it requires me going to Australia for three months and leaving my family. So I'm not a big fan of doing that, regardless of how kind and respectful the studio is, unless I was in a position where I had to... Look, I love being a dad. It's the reason I walked away from the business in the first place. However, there are moments when I'm like, you know what? They could come from the summer. You know, we could get it done and that I can get these cats in the ring. I don't know how long I want the show to be yet. I think I want a two-hour show at least in the beginning. I doubt I'll have a a TV contract right away. It's very difficult to maintain ownership and get a TV deal at the beginning like that. If you're established, they can come in and license you or buy a portion of you, but you'll still be in control. I think I want to start it as a two-hour show. I want my storylines based in reality. I want to give the women and the men equal time on the roster. Then the goal is to bring the show to television. I want it to be a SAG show. And what that means is I want it to be a union show, which means each and every single one of my wrestlers would be a member of the Screen Actors Guild and be entitled to all the insurance and medical benefits and retirement plans that that entails. Um, do you remember Major Beisden? Major Beisden? Yeah. We went to high yeah. school with the guy. Yeah. And he had a wrestling league that, that employed... It's wrestlers. Yeah. Um, I think he was like a, he was a bit of a whiz kid, in, a whiz kid in tech and finance. Made a ton of money and then was really into wrestling. And uh, it was out in like the St. Louis area, I think. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a similar situation here where maybe not employees necessarily, but making sure that all of his guys and gals are, are unionized, which is kind of yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, uh, he's, he's obviously a pretty smart guy. It seems like he's figured out a lot of the, the nuts and bolts here. Um, I hope I, you know, it'd be awesome if there's another wrestling promotion out there trying to get people to sample your product is one thing, trying to get them to tear them away from, or add on to their weekly wrestling habit. Two hours is Mm -hmm. a long time when you have so much uh, other stuff competing for your attention man i don't know what do you think about this uh you're right there is a lot of competition for wrestling eyeballs these days because you got WWE, you got AEW, you still got impact you got new japan whether it be on access or you want to watch a new japan world um there's all the independent stuff there's gcw there's stardom there's a lot you know there's a lot you can just go on youtube and watch right now not have to pay for it 
Um, you know, uh, Prince used to work for WWE, used to be a writer over there. Um, you know, so I, I, I'm sure he has his contacts. He knows people. Um, I, I, I'm curious if he gets this off the ground, what's his approach? What, what his approach is going to be as far as getting talent? Um, obviously a lot of the major independent talent, um, uh, you know, as of like a year ago or so signed somewhere. Yeah. Now WB is not signing a bunch of people from the independents. So, you know, like uh, the independents now are just rich with talent, mm-hmm. but you have a lot of people on independents. Are they going to want to maybe forego some of their independent dates to work for this promotion? Yeah. You know, it was the allure of potentially uh, a SAG membership um, and and getting uh, benefits. Is that going to be a draw for people? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. The, the, the independent scene, it's funny because there was that span of time when it was like there was a ton of people out on the market. And there's still a ton of people out on the market, but they are starting to like sort of gravitate towards like AEW snaps up a lot of people. Yeah. And they've sort of filled in the gap where WWE used to be, where they were just signing up everybody, and then in turn at AEW signing up everybody. But they haven't signed up everybody. I mean, you look at a lot of these uh, higher-profile indie shows running, there's still a ton of talent out there on the on the independent scene. Yeah. But, like, in terms of one of the things that you need, you would think, if you're starting to up wrestling promotion, you and I are a couple of dollars. We don't know how to start up wrestling promotion, Larson. But as fans, you'd think that a draw is necessary. Where would he get any number of draws from when all the people who can draw eyeballs are, in fact, signed places? You'll be starting with basically like upper mid, like let's take prestige wrestling, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, out here, especially on the West Coast, they've been running a lot of really terrific shows. They've got yeah, a partnership with Tokyo, uh, with the Joshi Pro Wrestling. Um Right, they've got a bunch of great names like Kevin Blackwood wrestles there. He's terrific. I don't think he's yeah, signed yeah. with anybody right now. Not that I'm um, aware of, no. But like guys sort of at his level is sort of like the upper level that you're going to be able to get at this point, right? Like well, there's not a lot of people chat, out there. People here in chat mention Wyndham Rotunda. You know, I, I don't know how interested he is to get back in the wrestling ring. He's making the movie now, apparently. Um. But no, I get your point. I get your point. You know, it's I don't know how much money he has to, to kind of throw around. Is he going to be able to woo people away from other promotions when their contracts are up with the idea of, of getting it on the ground floor, helping this guy start his promotion? And and the Screen Actors Guild part of it might be really enticing, especially for people who want to segue into movies, maybe either during or after the wrestling career is over. What I hope this might accomplish is maybe it'll. It's not gonna. It's not gonna do it for. I probably won't. Yeah, I don't know. I was gonna say maybe it'll like you know cause AEW, for example, to rethink. Hey, maybe we could get SAG membership for our guys. You know, for our men and women. But I don't know that. You know, they're they're billionaires. Billionaires don't they don't like having their hands forced on anything. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. It, Here's the thing. It's kind of like a catch-22, man. You got to have some sort of draw. And I'm sorry, but Wyndham Cesaro and Johnny Gargano, who are kind of the like the three guys out there who people are sort of waiting on. It's like, oh, what are they going to do? Mm-hmm. That They're they're not going to be able to like carry the entire load. And, and if you don't have the draw, where are you going to get? Like, look at what Tony Khan came in to TNT with, you know? He came in with mm-hmm. loaded. Mm-hmm. 
if you don't have that, I don't know very many cable companies that are going to take them over, say, Impact, who actually does have some 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 names there. Yeah, um, no, they, they, they had to buy their own cable network to get a TV deal. Yeah, yeah. Now, maybe, hey, maybe the landscape has changed where they see, hey, AEW's doing pretty good numbers. Even on a Friday night, they're getting numbers that, that TNT's happy with, mm-hmm. um, or Turner's happy with, rather. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, you know, uh, all the luck in the world. Uh, yeah, or, you know, we, we wish them all the luck in the world. But you know what we, we always say: the more places wrestlers can go and, and and make a good living, and in this instance, potentially get benefits like insurance and stuff. Heck yeah! Even if you know, yeah, even if uh, even if he runs for three years, it's three years where people are getting money, and and if he's if he's able to pull it off, benefits. And if he's able to pull off the 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 union aspect of it, maybe that will inspire other places to do the same if if he could find a way to make it work within the structure of, of a wrestling company yeah yeah one of those i'll believe it when i see it type situations but hey fred good luck to you let's talk about video games larson you and i All right. man we came up uh, our careers were built off of talking about video games so we're gonna have some unique insider information here right not at all no Nope. <laughs> Let's talk no. about the. But we do yeah. enjoy wrestling video games from time to time, right? Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> Let's talk I, about. I'll, I'll, if, I still enjoy me some WCW uh, versus NWO World Tour. Well, that's good because one of its successor titles, WWF No Mercy, shares a creative director with the latest AEW video game. Now today, AEW Games revealed some more gameplay footage for AEW Fight Forever. And confirmed that the game would be released on consoles and PC. What do you like better, Larson? Consoles or PC? Thanks, console. <laughs> and revealed that Chris Statlander and Nyla Rose would be included as playable characters. Well, fucking obviously. <laughs> Was that a big revelation? You'd think so, I but you'd hope so. Here's the thing. Yesterday, Fightful Select had some additional details on it, saying that there would be 50, 50 wrestlers on the, the roster at launch. That that, that barely like, covers the dark order. <laughs> I know it doesn't seem like a lot, um, uh, including Sting, CM Punk, Brian Danielson, Adam Cole, and Ruby Soho, and then Bodyslam.net's reporting that Owen Hart mm. will also be a playable character. Uh, Fightful adds that Kenny Omega has spent his time away from the ring recuperating from his various injuries, going quote above and beyond and stretched far to make sure he can be of help in any way possible in the game. However. There's a report today from Sports Gamers Online that seems to indicate the relationship between specifically Kenny Omega and game developer Ukes hasn't been the best. Hmm. As the site is reporting that, quote, sources have indicated the relationship between Ukes and AEW, specifically Kenny Omega, isn't in the best place at the moment. According to those close to the game's development, Omega has found himself frustrated and hating <gasps> working with Ukes. Oh, no. One person even claimed that has come across at times like Ukes is trying to take advantage of of an inexperienced Omega in this position. There have been multiple instances of argument over the game's direction as well as constraints on development. AEW has invested significant money into development, but the game is way over budget at this point. Oh, no. Even required extra investment, but the specific amount wasn't mentioned. These budget issues have led to a number of features of the game either being less than originally planned or cut altogether. Why are they overthinking this stuff, man? You just take no mercy. Take this game right here. Oh wow! You just take this game right here, right? And and you you take the guts out of it. You jam it into a, like a digital file or something. I don't know how they do that. 
not how that happens either. You, you shove this into a toaster somewhere. Like, and then again, it, all that, all those years we spent talking about video games, we have no idea how they're made. Right. You put you that just, cartridge in the microwave, and now comes a disc. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. So you take this some bitch here, right? And then yeah. you fucking just put AEW wrestlers in. It's not that difficult. The, people would ma- mark out so hardcore for that. Yeah, I know. Uh, you, you know what the story mode in this was? It was just like a couple of cutscenes here and there using their crappy little, you know, oh, and it's like the little text shit on the screen. And then you have a Mitch. And that's, yeah. uh, that's all you need. You know, I don't even need that. I don't need a story mode. Just give me that gameplay. Just give me, it doesn't have to be significantly improved graphics. Just give me some improved graphics. Yeah, I'm talking like th- maybe good 360. customization. GameCube maybe graphics. That's fine. That's fine. Some really good customization and good online play. That's all I need. That's all I need. Yeah, right. That's all I need. That's all I need. Anything more? I don't that. need a story mode. I need a story. Don't need that. Just give me. Hey, why is it AAA could figure out how to make a good game on the oh. Xbox 360, and then this is just a big a big deal. I don't know, man. Y'all need to get your shit together. Who knows if the sports gamers online? They're just trying to stir up the shit. I'm sure everything's great. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? You know what Steven Larson says? Sports. Steven Larson Sports Online says, everything's great. This game's going to be awesome. <laughs> Release it now. Yes. Yeah. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. Do you follow automotive news or do you just like cars and want to see what the heck's going on? Well, then you might like Donut Media's new podcast, The Big Three. Hi, I'm James Pumphrey. And every week, me and my co-host slash two of my top five friends, Nolan Sykes and Joe Weber, unpack the latest and greatest in automotive news and trends on the big three you'll also get a lot of laughs hot takes and personal insight on cars from the biggest car guys in automotive media so whether you're a hardcore enthusiast or just a person who goes up that's a good looking car (laughs) check out the big three available wherever you get your podcasts or you can watch the full videos at donut podcasts on youtube
Anyways, uh, what did you think oh, about NXT was last night? What did you think about NXT spring breaking? You know, I night. thought by only again broken record time, but you focus on wrestling. Odds are I'm going to enjoy your show. I didn't think it was too bad last night. Thought there were some good matches. The opening bout for the North American title I thought was pretty awesome. The Creed Brothers versus Viking Raiders was salt. Uh, main event was all right. Um, really, the only segment I didn't really uh, I, I couldn't get into was the, the stuff at the beach. Oh man, and I as love we that talked stuff. about. We talked about it before the show. Just from from a comedic standpoint, it just didn't connect with me. Certainly find it that funny. Yeah, I really wasn't into that for the comedy, but uh, I like the segment nonetheless. Um, yeah, no, I thought it was fine. I mean, the funny thing is, dude, you know, I, I mentioned this about NXT. I do appreciate that 2.0. They are leaning into, and I noticed this sentiment on, like, you know, sort of Twitter as well with people I follow and, and, and things that I pay attention to, like the chat last night. Some of the friendos were hanging out watching uh, me mm-hmm. Try to play uh, my rise, and uh, and a lot of people were saying, you know what, NXT 2.0. They have at least the very least they have found what they are at this point. You know, I mean, at at first it was they were just throwing so much shit at the wall, and I kind of feel like NXT at this point they have figured out what they are. They are the horniest wrestling show, yeah, in the business. They are I was a very say, horny show. They are from a macro level. That's a thousand percent right. Now on indiv- on the individual level, there's there's still a lot of throwing shit against the wall. They're still throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks because that's kind of the nature of developmental. But yeah. in terms of the tone of the show, like you say, big picture macro, they oh, it understand. It's very horny. And I think that it's very horny, but it also is. It's got a wonderful sort of tongue in cheek. It's got a. It does have. <sighs> It's got kind of a corny, youthful energy to it, you know, because it's a corny ass show, too. Mm-hmm. But it does have like a kind of a younger energy to it that NXT 1.0 at its at its peak. It was a very serious show. It was. This is like the opposite of that. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. They just completely went to the other end. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, it's it's you know, they've sort of whittle down what they are another reason i'm kind of surprised that they got rid of dexter loomis but maybe you know this type of show really a serial killer who is also a caricature artist really doesn't fit in with this so they're sort of whittling that stuff out i do like that they reference that too you know uh it was just one short clip of indy longingly just, looking at her 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 ring uh or yeah. where her ring used to be and then duke comes in and sort of we had predicted that are they just going to put them together? Is that the idea? That's what they were teasing. And it looks like that's what they're going to do. Um, but I don't know. Even even something White Brownie here in chat mentions uh, the Legato Tony D segment, which I was like, tonally, it fits in the show. It's something that's very straight. It's a it's a basically a mob meeting. It's like, you know, yeah. if, if you want to use a movie and TV parlance, it's the mafia and the cartel coming together and and establishing their boundaries. But tonally, it still works within the context of the show. And you have to at least appreciate I mean, from, you know, you've often said that you you watch NXT to look at development. But you mean from a wrestling standpoint, from a brand standpoint, it's kind of interesting how the mm-hmm. brand itself has developed into something with an actual identity. Um, and, and I can appreciate that. I'm, I'm really starting to grow on NXT, to be honest with you. Um, it's still kind of hit or miss for me. Um, you know, and it just all depends what you want from your wrestling television. Not that I necessarily want to have. I mean, I criticize NXT 1.0 for being too serious and having not enough variety in the characters they have on the air, you know? Mm-hmm, yeah. So I can appreciate that, if nothing else, they're giving us more variety. Mm-hmm, yeah. 
you know, but you know, on, on, on an individual level, there's still a lot of throwing stuff against the wall to see what sticks and the stuff that isn't sticking kind of does stick out a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, in a lot of instances, I mean, Joe Gacy right now is the most glaring instance where they're still just throwing whatever against the wall. I mean, Last night was basically wish.com Bray Wyatt from Joe Gacy last night. Yeah, it was. It, it really was. You know, and this it, is like the yeah. third or fourth time they're like, all right, let's try this and see if this works. That said, it kind of bums me out that Wyatt's not around anymore because the idea of Joe Gacy doing this kind of thing here and then confronting Bray Wyatt, I think is kind of an interesting one. But yeah, I mean, every week he's got a different motivation. Now yeah. it's like, what did he say last night? It's like it's about the change that he wants to bring to NXT or something. Yeah, like that. if I don't, if he doesn't get the change he wants, then we're well, we're really going to be in trouble. It makes me wonder if Braun Breaker is going to get called up soon, and they're going to put that title on Gacy. I could be wrong about that, but yeah, like well, you, that's what you, we were thinking. That's what we were thinking when Dolph had the title too. It's going to be it's it's always going to be what we're thinking. Whoever's up next against Braun Breaker and be like, oh, this guy's going to get the title. Um, I mean, based on what they've done with Gacy so far, no, he's not the guy. No. <laughs> I can say that with a pretty high degree of confidence. No, uh, one guy who might be the guy eventually, Nathan Frazier, had his debut match against Grayson Waller last night. Pulled out the win thanks to some distractions from Chase U. Um, mm-hmm. And I thought Nathan Frazier, there was one moment that fucking scared the lights out of me. It was uh, when he like he basically whipped his head off the top rope, which I think yeah, he yeah, did yeah, actually yeah. twice in the match. But he the did, first yeah. time it looked, you know, he does that on purpose. Obviously, he's a professional; he's selling that shit. But it looks so, it looked bad. It and did, then he was did. totally fine. But you know, you always worry about that shit. But yeah, he looked, no, he looked like, amazing in that match. It's sort of like Psycho Clown, where yeah. he goes chin first into a, a guardrail and really sells it. Apparently, fine. That's right. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, but uh, but Nathan Frazier looked great. They gave him the, the his entrance was outstanding. It yeah, it was, was. It was a really good entrance. It was sort of reminiscent of like Ricochet's first entrance. It was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, so yeah, we can just sort of dive into it. It kicked off uh, at that pool that's at that condo. Everybody evidently stays at. Yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. deadly. Uh, with their faces uh, away from the camera, turn around, and say yes, boys. Uh, they say, what better way to kick off spring break and then with the hottest tag team in NXT, pretty deadly. They hype up the whole card. Yes, boys. Uh, after that, we had the North American title match. Carmelo Hayes versus Solo Sokoa, who is supremely over Solo Sokoa. Yeah. Crowd yeah. loves him. Well, he's uh, great. And he's terrific, yeah, against Cameron Grimes. The only guy, the, the guy with the title, uh, and he walks away with the title that... Uh, at this point, he nobody, got booed. He got yeah, some booze when he came to the ring. Yeah, nobody really cares about it because they, they've lobotomized him. It's it's yeah. it's so transparent. They've lobotomized him. Yeah, he's 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 he was by far the least interesting character in this match. I mean, he's still a great wrestler. I'm not gonna take that away, from dude. Him. He's a terrific wrestler. But we've seen we've seen what he can do either as the 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 Grimes character or you know in full on TNA superstar Trevor Lee or Trevor Lee. I know. And this is just like man, I it doesn't. This is the weirdest thing. It's like they're trying to nudge him to a NXT 1.0 version of Cameron Grimes. I know. Yeah, I know. Because it's like the two of the moon stonks Cameron Grimes was very much like an over-the-top 2.0 type gimmick. It was super 2.0, yeah. And they're really dialing it all back. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why. It's weird. It it's is weird. weird. This match was great, though. Yeah. And as you mentioned, Solo Sokoa, super over. Camarillo uh, Hayes, great. Uh, there's a lot of great false finishes in this bout. In the end, though, uh, Solo is going for a Samoa drop on Carmelo Hayes. Grimes then hits Solo with the top rope cave-in, covers him to get the win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Really, now, I was really hoping. I wasn't expecting. I was really hoping Solo would somehow find a way to get the win here. I know. Me too. Me too. Big time. Honestly, I was like, either Solo or can we get Cameron Grimes that title back? I'm sorry. Uh, 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 Carmelo. Carmelo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Carmelo. Yeah. Hey. yeah. Uh, after that, <clears throat> we had a whole series of hijinks here. I do appreciate they're putting Roxanne Perez with um, Wendy Chu because Roxanne right now is kind of devoid of personality, and Wendy Chu is nothing but personality. Yeah, she's got a ton of personality. So uh, Mandy shows up at the tanning salon to give us an excuse to see her in a bikini. Uh, she calls up Gigi and JC, says we're going to meet up later. She gets in the tanning bed. Wendy Chu shows up. She goes in there, cranks up the tanning bed's timer, yeah. uh, and then walks out. Gigi and JC, are, are, she leaves. And then Mandy gets out, and uh, Gigi and JC are there, and Mandy is red like a lobster. And uh, they're like, oh, my God, you can't go to the beach like that. Like, we're going to be seen. And on top of that, like, additional sun rays are probably going to really hurt you. Uh, yeah. She says, well, we'll just put some aloe on that. We're going to meet you later. She's like, no, come on. Let's, let's go hang out at the, at the you know, whatever, the, under the, um, the cabana or whatever. I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, like that. they're like, we don't want to do that. We're going to go tan. Yeah. Uh, after that, we got Nathan Frazier interview, and he's talking. Says, "I don't care about uh, social media. I don't care about Grayson Waller's social media game. About to make my NXT debut, and ten-year-old me is freaking out right now. It's like all of my birthdays and Christmas is all wrapped in the one. I've been waiting for this whole moment my entire life." I think he's terrific. I just, I kind of wonder where he's going to end up fitting in. You know, they're going to because his he's so genuine on the mic. He so comes off like a guy who legitimately, not just happy to be there, a guy who legitimately is happy to be there, like yeah, he's yeah, living yeah, a yeah. dream, yeah. which translates so well. I just worry that, like, I don't know, there's not a whole lot of him left on anywhere in the roster. So, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, know. I still want to know what they what's happening with a kid. Did they send him back. I think they sent him back. I'm pretty sure they sent him back. They're like, why are we going to get this guy when Nathan Frazier? You know, Seth Rollins is like, why'd you bring A-Kid in? Bring my guy, Nathan Frazier. Ben. Ben. Oh. I, ben Carter's not even his real name, is it? Oh, really? I don't think so. Oh, no. Check. But I thought we had ben. that discussion. Yeah, probably. I don't remember shit. Nathan Frazier wasn't even his real name. Anyways, uh, the Creed brothers warming up. Roderick Strong comes over, says, uh, you guys need a chance. <laughs> he will not accept any answer from them. He's like, you guys need to show that you're ready. You guys don't understand the magnitude of your challenge against the Viking Raiders. He's like, these guys were in the 24-7 division. And Julius is like, no, nah, man, we got this. We're locked in. He says, good. We can't have a repeat of whatever happened last time during that gauntlet match. And then he calls over Ivy. Says, hey, I'm the leader of Diamond Mine. What I say goes. Let's get it done tonight. And they're just eye-rolling the shit out oh, of this I guy. Oh, I know. I uh, know. So Nathan Frazier's real name is Benjamin Timmis. 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 Benjamin Timmis. That's not a good wrestling name. Timmis. So Timis. then uh, we get that bit back. Sounds like timid. Yeah. We're, we're Indies, you know, looking at her hand, and then Duke walks in, and she stands up. And they both kind of make a little subtle move towards each other. Yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. And then, yeah, he goes full pucker goes, and then she and goes, then, "No," she says, "Oh hell no," and he goes, "You wish." <laughs> that's how the first. That's how the first attempted kiss between me and Lacey went down, man. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Except it was the opposite. She puckered up and went, and I said, "Oh hell no," <laughs> and then she said, "You wish," <laughs> and then I proposed to her. Uh, after that, we had Grayson Waller versus. What? Well, that was all on the same day. 
Oh, yeah. We move quick here in the, here in the here household, buddy. Uh, then we had Grayson Waller versus Nathan Frazier. Uh, this was just a ton of fun. It was just – it was – number Nathan Frazier is a hell of a wrestler, but what was that fucking move that Grayson Waller did? Oh, that kind of flipping kill switch deal? Oh, my God. That, that was, was cool. Awesome. That was awesome. Tell you, man. Grayson Waller's a good wrestler. He's a fantastic wrestler. I just I cannot stand Let me ask you. his fucking character. Let me ask you. What? I, you'd probably say that Sammy Guevara is a better wrestler than Grayson Waller, and that's a fair point. As far as characters, who do you which whose character do you find more obnoxious? Uh the Grayson. Interesting. Yeah, I, I find Grayson more obnoxious. Sammy doesn't do anything that is outwardly obnoxious. Now, and I actually kind of, the last two weeks, him leaning into the heel stuff, it doesn't bother me that much because he's he, he's leaning into it. Um, but he's leaning into it, I think, in a way that comes off as oddly genuine. I, it's a hard. I, I'm I'm trying to describe it. I'm doing a terrible job. Grayson's face, <laughs> just the movements he makes with his face. I'm like. I just don't want this guy on my TV. Interesting. But he is a really good wrestler, and I honestly do think that I can come around. I'll, I'll, I, I probably will end up coming around to the guy because mm-hmm. I do recognize that he's got a boatload of charisma. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, that move was sick, and he continues to improve. Cool. And if you're gonna be, if you're gonna be sitting there innovating every fucking week. If you've only been wrestling for this amount of time and you're already pulling out brand new shit that I haven't seen before, hey, I'll give you props for that, man. That was cool. Yep, that was cool. That was cool. That was great. In the end, though, it wasn't enough to get the win. So you had Chase U, student section, Andre Chase there uh, throughout the match. Um, in the end, uh, Frazier puts Waller up on the top rope, hit the drop kick. He's looking for a Spanish fly off there. Instead, Waller knocks him off. And again, Frazier pretty much hits like the top rope, like throat first, falls mm-hmm. to the floor. And then Andre Chase starts blasting his air horn. So Waller gets distracted. He loses his balance. He falls off the top rope. Uh, Frazier hits him with the Phoenix Splash to get the win. You know, I can't imagine how difficult it would be. This is such a, a little detail and underrated thing. But Waller went up there for the finish. And when they hit that air horn, he started stumbling on the ropes. I know. I know. Like. Think about that. You like you have to balance yourself while looking like you're stumbling. I know it was that, great. It was impressive. It was really impressive. Yeah, no, I I give my I give my props to Grayson Waller. Uh, one day I'll come around on his character. You'll come around. You come around to him, or come around to Juice Robinson one day too. Oh, it's been a while with Juice. I'll be surprised if I come around to Juice. Hey, maybe he'll start doing some great heel work now that he's in Bullet Club. Stranger things have happened. Indeed. Then we had a Fallon Henley video package. She's going to be in, be in the breakout tournament. But after that, we had the Santos Escobar, Tony D'Angelo sit down. Uh, so Legato sits down one side of the table. Other side, you got Tony. You got his two new guys. And then you got uh, AJ Galante there. And Tony's like, or sorry, uh, Santos is, is saying, what is this guy doing here? Uh, Tony says, he's my consigliere. Um, uh, he said, but I called this meeting uh, before things got out of hand between us. He says, I've been a gracious man. I've been willing to look past disrespect that you've showed Santos tonight. We're going to sell this like businessmen. And Santos says, well, I respect how you carry yourself as a businessman. Not so much on the streets. Everybody knows they can trust Santos Escobar. And I look at you and I don't see that trust. He says, I offered you a courtesy. And what did you do? You played games, put a dead fish on my, on my car. He had these two guys attacked. He says, playing games is what brought us to this point. 
And Tony says, craps, poker, even Yahtzee, he says. Those are games. But I think there's enough business to go around for both of us. And Santos says, you know, you want to build your family from scratch while I am adding to my existing empire. Maybe there's a way we can come together and share business since I have a proven track record of success. You, Tony D'Angelo, can follow my lead. And, and Tony's like, I don't follow anybody. And he's starting to get mad. Then AJ whispers something in his ear. Um, and then Santos says, no, now that we know each other a bit more, let's just call a truce. Mm-hmm. And Tony says, hey, I apologize for my hot-headedness. Santos says, I'm sorry for not understanding where you're coming from. And Tony says, hey, peace is what's best for business. Santos agrees. They toast to their peace agreement. Tony and his crew leave, and then Santos tells uh, 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 Cruz, start the car. Start the car. Uh, after that, we had a Viking Raiders interview. Uh, and they say the Creeds are world-class athlete guys, but they've never been in a battle like we bring it. He says all their gym training won't prepare them for a battle against us. Let the raid begin. And then, yes, boys! Pretty Deadly steps in, says, we can't wait to see you smash the Creeds. Yes, boys. And the Raiders, uh, they said the Raiders mean business, but we're facing damage. But they're fa- but you guys are facing damaged goods. So after uh, what we did to the Creeds to win the titles, they're never going to be the same again. And Ivar's like, you interrupted us. If you do that again, Pretty Deadly is going to be damaged goods too. And Eric says, yeah, we'll be happy to change your focus, our focus, to Pretty Deadly. And they're like, ooh, sorry. All bad. Yes, boys. Yeah. Uh, and they say, how rude. Yeah, how rude. Yes, how boys. Rude. Uh, after that, we got a Joe Gacy promo. He's talking about change. It can be intimidating, but don't be frightened by it. Change is necessary for the world to evolve, become a better place. He says, I am that change. Tonight, we're on the precipice of a new beginning, and you should fear what happens if I don't win the title. Don't be afraid, because tonight I will change the world. Yeah, it's just a bunch of nothing. Yeah, it really is. After that, we had Nikita Lyons and Cora Jade versus Natalia and Lash Legend. Both teams had kind of a hard time getting on the same page, but Natalia and Lash Legend had a really hard time getting on the same page. Yeah, down to the very end. They down had a terrible the... time getting on the same page. Yeah, exactly. So uh, in the end, Natalia tries to kick Nikita Lyons, but instead she kicks Lash Legend. Lyons sends Natty out of the ring, hits a German suplex on Lash. Cora tags in. Uh, as Nikita Lyons hits that split pin thing, she gets up and then hits Lash. Uh, I'm sorry, Cora then hits Lash with a top rope senton to pick up the win there for the good guy team. What yep. do you think about, so Cora Jade and Natalia are obviously going to have a match. Are they going to have Cora Jade go over in that one? I mean, there's sort of a pattern. Like, AJ beat Waller. The Creed's beat, uh, wait, did the Creed's Viking Raiders. Night? Yeah, yeah they, they beat the Viking night. Raiders, yeah. I mean, they're on different levels, but Natalia's kind of like in between AJ and the Viking Raiders in, ten of, in terms of like power rankings, right? Yeah. I mean, this will really show us, I think, what, what, what they think of Cora Jade and if they think she's going to... I mean, she's already had two shots at the women's title. Hasn't won at either time, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. It remains to be seen. I wonder, if they'd, I wonder if they'd ever do a thing where they just see how the match is going and then make a decision during the match. I wonder if they ever do that shit in the WWE. I think they have in the past, but I don't know if it's uh, if it's happened at all recently. Yeah, right, right, like current stuff. Yeah. Anyways, after that we had a, a Fallon Henley video package. Tatum Paxley. Tatum Paxley video package. Powerlifting. That's right. I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, she likes powerlifting. Power she knows that however many plates are on the thing, she can lift them. Uh, do you do uh, 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 powerlifting when you go to the gym? Got, no, man. Small, small have... weights. 
heavy deadlifts. No, I don't do any of that stuff. Because I'd kill myself. you put? I'd hurt myself. Small weights, low reps. Small weights and low reps. Yeah, right. Yeah, I take the best of both worlds. Oh, all right. <laughs> After that, we had uh, my segment of the week. Gigi and JC arrive at the beach. Roxanne and Wendy, who is, by the way, wearing a Jaws, like a, a shark costume, which I thought was yeah. pretty fucking clever. Uh, Roxanne and Wendy spy on them. Roxanne's like, uh, I should be training for the breakout tournament. What am I doing here? And Wendy's like, this is training. The toxic attraction makes everyone's lives a living hell. <laughs> and then J- Gigi and JC. Oh, I love this line here. They frolic in the water, according to your notes. That's definitely some frolicking happening there. Wendy and Roxanne steal their shoes and their car keys. And then Gigi and JC walk back to their stuff. They're like, what the fuck? Our shit's missing. And then Wendy like, hey, we got our stuff over here. And then a chase ensues. We pick that up a little bit later, I think, right? Or no, it was, all, the no, it was all in that segment. All right, yeah. well, chase ensues. Well, you didn't finish this. You didn't get the punchline here. So then the chase ensues, and they get to the thing, and they see, and she sees her car keys are on like on the 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 entryway to the the parking lot. There's a little wooden yeah. bridge, and they get yeah. to the parking lot. And she's like, "Well, I got my car keys here." And they look, and they got they're over there by the car, but they got the shoes. So then they have to like do the hot walk. To the car, the pavement, yeah, and therein lies the humor. Their their feet are in pain, possibly yeah, suffering burns. It's hilarious. Anyways, next we got Viking Raiders versus Creed Brothers. Huge win here for the Creed Brothers. Just a little bit of help from Roderick Strong. Uh, so the finish saw Brutus and Ivar spill out of the ring. Eric hits a knee on Julius. And after he does that, he kind of like falls against the ropes, and Roddy just comes running in out of nowhere. <laughs> Bang! Huge running knee on Eric. Julius follows with the sliding clothesline to get the win afterwards. Like at first, so Roddy gets in the ring and he raises the hands of the Creed brothers, and they seem cool with it. They go to a replay, come back, and the Creed brothers are like, "No, we don't want to win this way." I think did they not realize what had happened and saw it on the Maybe. replay? Perhaps that could be it. Um, yeah, and then Roderick's like the, the the thing that's weird about this though. It's just it's just like a weird character thing. It's like why would he be giving them so much shit about training and and being ready for a fight and then help them win? You would think that he would be ready to pounce on these guys for losing. You know what I mean? I know. I know. Like, hey, you dropped the ball. You're validating all the shit that I've been giving you. You know, now I feel validated because I've been yeah. giving you all the shit and you lost. So now you got to go train harder. You'd think he'd be like, you needed me for that. I don't know. That, 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 there's a disconnect there. there and I know. No, I, I thought the same thing. Roderick's like, oh, he's a bad guy. But still, like, I feel like his character would like, no, that's not a normal, logical way for a character to act. No, no. If his point is you got to work harder to be the best or you're not, you know, belong a dynamite, then think, go out there and do, you, you do. Yeah. And if you lose, well, I'm going to give you shit about it, you right. know, and make you work harder. Yeah. Maybe he just really wanted to do a jumping knee on somebody. It isn't I mean, awesome. It's like one knee. of my favorite moves. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah. So then after that, uh, uh, AJ Galante is in the parking lot. He says goodbye to Tony and his crew. And then Santos walks up to him and says, hey, never work. He says, you know, Tony, he's really lucky to have you. It'd be tough if Tony didn't have your wisdom uh, to, to lean on. And then he shakes his hand. And then he knees him in the gut. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Joaquin Wilde and Cruz del Toro pull up an SUV, get out, throw AJ Galante in there. I love that their thing since day one has been kidnapping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like they have not shied away from continually kidnapping people. It's I know. great. I know. It is great. After that, we had an Alba Fire, previously known as Kaylee Ray video package. I think she's showing up next week. 
is what the video package said. Uh, this next bit was funny. Briggs and Jensen are in the trainer's room. Uh, Briggs is like, I'm going to make Von Wagner regret hurting you, Jensen. And the doc says, you know, normally uh, an injury like this would be out. You'd be out 10 to 12 weeks. He says, but oddly enough, the muscles in your hands are so strong, you'll be out six to eight weeks. He's like, do you know, do you have any idea why the muscles in your right hand would be stronger than the muscles in your left hand? And he's like, uh, oh, uh, and clearly he's referring to, to cranking. Yeah. To, to yeah. you know, masturbation. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and they didn't want to, you know, spill the beans on the fact that Jensen, his gimmick is chronic, furious masturbator. He's not master of his domain. Correct. He's not master of his domain. Uh, I mean, every hour on the hour, he's got a duck, <laughs> duck somewhere, rub it on out. And uh, and so they didn't want to say that. So instead, he just said, well, I'm right handed. So, you know, there yeah. you go. But he's like, but when go. I'm cranking, sometimes I do the stranger, you know, left hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not often, though. Uh, so then we got our main event, Joe Gacy versus Braun Breaker. This is a fine enough match. It's just re- this Druid stuff is ridiculous. Literally, at one point, Joe Gacy gets on, I think, on the second or first rope and does the bend back- backwards Bray Wyatt thing. Yeah, he did that, yeah. And they're like, oh, oh, this is, whoa, this is creepy. No, I see Bray Wyatt do it. Yeah, right, yeah. When I see it, I don't think creepy. I think, oh, he's trying to be Bray Wyatt. Gimmick infringement. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, so Braun gets the win. Uh, with the spear, and he starts celebrating. And then as the show goes off the air, a couple of druids hop up on the apron. Well, then in the digital exclusive, they lay him out, you said, with a DDT on yeah, a chair, yeah. and then take him out like on a, a stretcher. With, like, yeah, one wire guy stuff had on his it. legs, and the other guy did the DDT. It looked like it, people are speculating as grizzled young veterans. <laughs> they didn't give him the ticket to Mayhem or whatever, but yeah. uh, that would have been kind of obvious. And then, like, you hear Gibson say, Soon to be recognized as NXT's number one druids. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh man, that'd be. I really hope it's a grizzled young veterans, but in character. Oh I think that'd gosh. be hilarious. That would be something else. Soon. Oh man, it's my favorite time of the week, Same. Larson. My favorite time of the week because we get five, count them, five minutes. Of, Actually, it's almost six. Uh-huh. Whoa, bonus seconds from the Enforcer. It's time for the review nobody asked for, the Enforcer's Level Up Review. Enforcer, let's let's get after it. Hey, friendos, how's it going? It's the Enforcer here once again with another episode of the review nobody asked for. It's time for the Level Up Lowdown. Three matches on the card, as always. We start with Dante Chen versus my favorite of the past few weeks of Level Up, Damon Kemp. Now, I heard good things for Damon Kemp. He is uh, heading out to Excursion. He's heading out to NXT UK. So hopefully on your uh, Thursday afternoon watch-alongs, you guys can see some of the good action that Damon Kemp has been doing on Level Up. Hopefully he can progress and continue on his journey. So um, what they're mentioning here, Chen is mentioning that his NXT career has been stop and go. He'd win a couple matches, get injured, come back, lose some, win a couple. So he's sort of at a uh, a fork in the road. What's his future going to be? Um, early on, Kemp is controlling the action with map-based wrestling. He's just wrestling circles around Dante Chen early on. Um, Kemp gets a gut wrench 
uh, on to Dante. Shout out to our friend Jack for sure. Kemp then, he gives him a nice scoop slam, playing with the crowd, playing up what he's doing. The crowd absolutely is eating it up. Uh, Chen then starts to work Kemp's ankle to gain control. Uh, Chen works the ankle for a few minutes, but then Kemp gains back control with a fireman's carry. Kemp gives him a shoulder charge into a slam, and then Kemp, I guess his finisher now, is a running power slam. So Kemp gets the win on Chen. Uh, Another good match, just basically setting him up for NXT UK. I look forward to the matches that he's going to be having on UK. Next match. Uh, Amari Miller versus Ariana Grace. Now, we'll say this. Coming out, Miller comes out with a bubble gun, sort of like, you know, you're going to have a gun that's just going to shoot bubbles. But it was lost on the Tron because the Tron had nothing but bubbles going on as well. So you didn't know where the Tron ended and her actual bubbles started. So just noted that one. Um Debut for Ariana Grace. They say that her background comes from mixed martial arts, boxing, as well as a beauty pageant contender as well. Um, Miller, this is her return match from being injured. So they're saying a lot of this where it's a newcomer versus someone who's established but also injured, trying to get some ring rust uh, knocked off. Okay, um, Miller has Grace in a side headlock for, I'm not kidding you, two minutes. This was a rest-heavy match. They're running the, the ropes, and then Grace has control where she's working on Amari Miller's shoulder. Again, another lengthy rest hold. Then we get into some hand-holding tug-of-war where they're trying to vie for position. Um, Miller then turns uh, to... Um, Trips Grace, because he tried to throw her into the ropes, tripped her, and then gives her a punt kick for a two count. Now, the finish here is a roll-up out of nowhere for a one, two, three. Uh, Commentary was saying that with Ariana Grace winning this match, it was an upset, but Ariana Grace is in the uh, NXT 2.0 breaking out tournament as well. So look for her in the upcoming weeks on 2.0. Now we get to the main event, a very, very fun match between Andre Chase and Quincy Elliott. Last week, Quincy Elliott was wearing a lot of colors, very colorful in his tag match. Uh, This week, he's wearing all black with a little bit of hint of purple down around the cuffs, I believe, of his pants. So early on, we get into a lockup. Goes to the corner with um, Quincy having control. Ref asked to break it up. Instead, he turns around, then he starts grinding on Andre Chase. Andre not having any of that. He's not a fan of that. Then we lock up again. Uh, Andre gets uh, a waist control. He's behind uh, a Quincy, and then he starts grinding into him. Quincy's not a fan of that. Andre immediately says, this is a teachable moment. Quincy gets flustered. Um, Two cool spots until I get to the finish. One, the whole time Andre is trying to basically use his speed, but then at one point he tries to get uh, Quincy, who's a big fella. He's like me, plus probably another 50, 60 pounds. Okay, so we're talking about easily over 400 for Quincy Elliott here. Andre tries to get a, a slam in. Can't do it. Um, once that happens here, um, 
Andre falls uh, Andre falls down when they were trying to throw him into the rope. Quincy just basically falls on him for a splash, gets a two count. But the the end, Andre gets control, goes to a top rope for a cross body, and then Andre gets Quincy up for a slam. And uh, I believe Nigel McGuinness uh, said, uh, echoed back to WrestleMania three with Hogan and Andre the Giant. They were basically equating what just happened on Level Up to the main event of WrestleMania three with Andre Chase slamming for the one, two, three onto Quincy Elliott. Fun match. The crowd was into it. They were throwing up the U's. There was student section was going wild. Fun match. I will say um, the first match, second match, worth a look. And that'll do it. Steve, hopefully you checked your feed for your Twitter and your Instagram. Larson, hopefully you went ahead and refilled your mason jar. I will catch you friendos later on. Have a wonderful day. Take care. Bye. Thank you, Enforcer, very awesome. much. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I love, I love these. Uh, these uh, Makes me want to watch Level Up. Level Up. Loaded. All that grinding going on? My goodness gracious. Anyways. Uh, let's go ahead and answer some questions. I have a thread yeah. here on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Part of being the five, part of the $5 and up tier gets you access to our weekly bonus episode called Overrun. Yesterday we had Overrun. We had 10 things that need to happen at WWE Backlash coming up this Sunday. One of them, I'll just give you, I'll give you a quick uh, 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 preview of, of that Overrun. Uh, one of them is the third Elias brother. Ezekiel, yeah. uh, Elias, and now Man. Elijah would be the next guy. So mm-hmm. that's what needs to happen. They need to drop a third brother there, get that story. I think that's a brilliant idea. Moving. I think it's pretty good. Um, and then also, of course, if you can't make the show live, uh, then you can drop your questions for us right here on the Patreon. Let's take a look. Got a couple here. Uh, Mayor of Planet Houston. What is what WWE going through periods of people not having to change their names and then going crazy with changing everybody's names? Uh, it's it's again like everything else. It's just sort of Vince has you know different philosophies on stuff. Things evolve. I hate to sound like a like a WWE earnings call, but like uh, or a Triple H NXT call, but like things. I I I kind of get it. Like with AEW changed a lot of stuff. You know, it used to be AEW wasn't around, so like they wouldn't necessarily worry too much about wrestlers coming in using a name, having that name during WWE, and then going somewhere else because. Where are they going to go? They're going to use that name in Impact. They're going to use that name. You know, what are they? Where are they going to go? Now with AEW, you got a WCW situation where it's like, oh my god, look at uh, Kaylee Ray. She's in the fucking Impact Zone or whatever, or she's mm-hmm. uh, she's on AEW uh, Dark. You know, it's like I get that there's that they would they would have reason for a bigger concern there. That it just sounds like Nick Khan is sort of tightening the ship a little bit. You know? Yeah, it's it's interesting to see. Not all, but a lot of people who establish themselves using certain names that would be going to other companies and just tweaking the name a little bit. Yeah, right. Uh, Alistair yeah. Black is Malachi Black. It's yeah. not Buddy Murphy. It's Buddy Matthews. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so that's seemingly wrestlers way kind of around. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm most known as this name. So I'll get some sort of derivative of that name that they can't come after me for, you know, taking their IP. Am I not mistaken, or didn't Joe Gacy use Joe Gacy outside WWE? I thought that was his name in CZW. When he comes to the main roster, he's getting a new name. Yeah, probably, yeah. I I still think think there's going to be people that they do bring in, probably more so directly to the main roster, that 
that person's established enough of a brand or has enough brand name value to them, they're not going to change it. I agree. I think that when they bring anybody above a certain, they're they're they, you know they'll they'll have that meeting like okay. <clears throat> I get the feeling that at this point, it's kind of whoever they do bring in from the outside who already has established a name. It, it, like you said, it is going to be directly a main roster to capitalize off that name. And we saw it with Cody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we'll see it with Gable Stevenson whenever he shows up. I think you're right about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, Hugh Longheavy says, if Level Up Lowdown takes off, would you consider getting uh, Karen to do stardom reviews in the same fashion? Maybe finally have her on the show. I think that'd be awesome. The thing is, like, I feel like a stardom review would be its own. Like, that's that's a long. That's like a podcast into itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I know I've I've talked to Karen. She she is is sort of dipping her toes into. I mean, obviously she does Thomas Island stuff. Yeah. Um, she she's does doing stuff for post post. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I know, and I know she's been thinking about mulling about, sort of dipping her toes into the idea of uh doing just straight up doing her own podcast mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so uh so yeah if if she ends up doing that um then yeah i mean it's it's far overdue for us having her having her on the show that is anyways. true that is true uh let's see here alex foster asks what would your promo to gacy be if the other got kidnapped so if i got kidnapped by gacy what would yeah. your promo to him be hey man give me back steve oh, wow yeah. Can't do the show without him. Ew, wow. Oh, that's nice. I would Nor say would I, yeah, yeah, what? I would say uh I would say Joe Gacy, you son of a bitch. Listen up. Can you get me Gigi Dolan's phone number? Lacey and I are looking for a third. Oh. <laughs> it's the horniest show. I got to be is. a horny character, man. It's all it it's kayfabe, brother. It is. it is the horniest show. It and I'd say uh show. by the way, I kind of need Larson. Who else is going to do notes? Who's going to do notes? I need those all capitalized Unabomber-esque manifesto notes. Come on, man. It's okay, Steve. I'll do it for you, man. GG, GG's number is 555-5555. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Delaney DeMann uh, asks who we got for the women's breakout tournament. Participants are Kiana James, Ariana Grace, Sloan Jacobs, Slash Legend, Fallon Henley, Tatum Paxley, uh, Roxanne Perez and I believe Nikita Lyons. You know what they should do? You know what they should do? They should have Indy Hartwell get into that tournament and to dominate. Be like, I need a fucking, I need a breakout. I need, I need to get my shit together. I'm gonna wreck all these ladies in this tournament because mm-hmm. I'm pissed off because they just took away, they took away everybody that I had except for Duke. Now I'm stuck with him. Yeah. So I'm gonna break out on all these women in here in this tournament. That's what they should do. But otherwise, I have no idea. What's your, like, legitimately, what's your early maybe, pick? Maybe Roxanne Perez? I think it's it's got to be either her. Nikita Lyons is probably going to get taken out by Lash Legend. I feel like mm-hmm. she's mm-hmm. going to end up costing her her spot. Otherwise, I think it would be hers to lose. But, yeah, Roxanne probably. Probably Roxanne. They seem they seem really high on her. Mm-hmm. They do. They do, yeah. Uh, Crankstone Gaming, you said Okada could potentially get all 10. Numbers don't lie. What about Kenny Omega? Is not being a WB a knock on anyone's legacy or kayfabe. I don't think so. Um, I we talked about it yesterday, and I I, I think we we both in agreement that while Kenny is a very good promo, maybe not a Ted promo. Um. Yeah. Yeah. No. He's. I don't. Th- I. I like Kenny's promos. He's not a ten. Uh, I'd probably give him an eight and a half. Um. 
as far as not being in WWE being a knock, it is something that I I think about. Like, I don't remember what we gave F- Flair. Wait, have we done Flair? No, we're doing Flair this week. Oh, that's yeah, we're doing Flair this week. Flair's kayfabe would probably Flair was the Hogan of the NWA. Yeah, that guy. I would probably give him a ten for kayfabe simply simply because. He would win or lose based on whatever he wanted to do. Um, and then even when he came into WWE, they immediately put the title on him. Um, so, yeah, I think I think context matters a lot. I think context matters a lot. I don't know if Kenny would be a 10 kayfabe, but maybe he'd be a 10 kayfabe. He was definitely the guy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I look at Con- like Okada would be a 10 kayfabe easily because I feel like New Japan is sort of its own thing that's so far away. It wouldn't be fair for him to come into WWE and then expect him to be Randy Orton. You know what I mean? Like it, it's within the context of his own promotion, which yeah, is yeah. which is a massive deal over there. Yeah. He's a 10. It's like, oh, well. You know, uh, El Santo was never in WWE. You're going to knock him? <laughs> no, not at all. Right. Not at all. So I think it's you can only evaluate kayfabe within the the, the the air in which they wrestled and where they wrestled. I don't think I don't think it's fair to compare, you know, so long. Now, if it's someone who wrestled on the indies and, they're, and they won a bunch of matches, well, you got to give some weight to wrestling on the highest levels. Right. And, and yeah. And I don't necessarily think that WWE is 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 the largest platform, but there's a variety of places you could wrestle at the highest level in terms of showing off your skills and being pushed. And you, you got WWE, now you got AEW, uh, you had WCW or the NWA, and you had New Japan. There's probably a handful of other promotions I'd include in that too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's definitely something we take into consideration. Mm-hmm. Um, like if somebody came into WWE and just had like an absolutely miserable fucking you know spell there, I'd yeah. probably end up knocking them down a little bit because it simply means that they couldn't come into that system and and be and 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 politic. I mean, so much of kayfabe is just how well they can politic backstage, how much power they could they could manage, which is an important part of pro wrestling. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. Uh, Xavier Grace is where do you guys normally go? For spring break, even back in my twenties, I wouldn't go anywhere. I'd, I'd go back. I'd go back. For, like in college, I'd, I'd drive up. I'd drive home. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't think I ever traveled anywhere for the American break. River. I don't think I even did that. <laughs> that was Fourth of July. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, Cameron Bartolazzo also asked that same question. Uh, all right. Well. That's going to do it for us today. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. We've got our AEW Dynamite recap tonight. Should be a good show. What's going on in tonight's uh, show? we got Phoenix versus uh, Dante Martin, right? Yeah, you got uh, the Pillmans calling out House of Black. we oh, got Mercedes versus yeah. Mercedes Martinez versus oh, Diana for the Ring yeah. of Honor women's title. That'll be great. Big, big match, yeah. Um, I believe Santana versus Chris Jericho's tonight. That's right. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. Yeah, I'm sure I'm missing another match or two. Yeah, that's good stuff. All right, everybody, we'll stay tuned till tonight for our AEW Dynamite recap right after AEW Dynamite right here at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson and immediately following that on demand on YouTube and in the audio realm. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.
Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Stone Cold Steve Austin impersonator Phil McDonald here to tell you to go support Going In Raw and Friendo Club at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. They got bonus episodes, ad-free audio, a weekly newsletter rounding up the weekend wrestling news, and a bunch more. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Go support or get hit with a stutter. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.